Thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and just like every week, we're going to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the anime. Hello. But I'm not going to do it alone. I said we already. I'm here with Miles, who's making those awful groaning noises. Uh, And I'm also here with Jackie. Hello. Jackie says hello. Jackie. Uh, Which is English for hello. Uh, and this is going to be about the 15th episode of Golden Wind, the anime, called The Grateful Dead, or The Thankful Death, uh, if you don't hear things, uh, which is the 128th episode uh, overall, which is, what? what is that, base eight? Jackie? It's a really special one. Base four? What are we talking about? This is episode 128 of... Uh, I don't know. Well, I thought the programmer would know. But no. I was sorely mistaken. No. However, before we get into the episode, I think we should do something else. I think we should go down to a little place called Correspondence Corner and read the emails that people leave for us there. Mm. They print them out on paper. They fold them up. They throw them in the, in the corner. Thanks for leaving us emails. And then we read them. For us to find in secret locations. This first email is from... Let's see how you call yourself. I think your name's Alex. Let's see. The subject is called Hermit Purple is a good stand. You guys are just mean. Yo, what up, JJB Pod? I've been getting caught up on your podcast now that I need. Whoop! I've been getting caught up on your podcast now that I need a new podcast to listen to, so I won't be alone with my own thoughts. But I'm just curious, what's up with your Hermit Purple hate? I don't remember exactly when, but one of you said that Hermit Purple was one of the worst stands. But to quote Dio, no matter who you are, you have strengths and weaknesses based on your character. Stands are the same. There is no concept for weak or strong. Hermit Purple is the same. While it's not the best combat stand, it is incredibly useful outside of combat. It can use pretty much anything that creates an image, like TVs, cameras, etc., to get live surveillance on anyone. It can create maps out of anything, even sand, plus it can also control technology, like when Joseph used it to pull a plane out of a nosedive, or when he used it to cheat at, oh, that's a baseball. The main issue with Hermit Purple is its user and the time part three was set in. Joseph is an old man who isn't that good with tech living in the 80s, a time, compared to the current year, with some pretty primitive tech. If Hermit Purple had a more tech-savvy user that lived in modern day, it would be a really top-tier stand. Nowadays, tech has been integrated into almost everything, and most things have some kind of Wi-Fi compatibility. So as long as a Hermit Purple user was near anything with internet access, he could control most things in the world just by thinking. He could transfer money between bank accounts, crash a smart car, reroute planes, change, I'm sorry, reroute planes, change the results of elections, get the nuke codes, hijack military attack drones, and so on. Basically, if it involves tech, Hermit Purple has control of it. If part three was set in 2019, Joseph could have taken out Dia with the tactical nuke from the comfort of his own home. Hoping I changed your mind about Hermit Purple. Signed, your incredibly bored listener, Alex. What? P.S. Every time I close my mind... What? Every time I close my eyes, I'll be the roundabout. The words will make you out and out. I spend the day your way. Call it... This is familiar to me, but you put the whole lyrics, dude. Okay. 
Uh, PPS, I know Dio said that Herman Purple was the weakest stand, but would a vampire from the 1800s living in the 80s in a house with no electric lights really understand the power of technology? Uh, and the signature is someone in front of a PowerPoint that is edited to say Herman Purple is a good stand. You guys are just mean. So, is that true? <laughs> Which? Is his that email... That his uh, stand is basically elite hacksaw. Yeah. I don't know what the evidence is that Hermit Purple can manipulate any technology in any way. So, I'm, first of all, I think it's more than just technology. I mean... Because it's also sand and shit, right? Like, he can... he can. It's, it's like a... It's telling the future and then using random shit to do it. It's not telling the future. It's, I'm sorry. It's, it's seeing the present far away. It's remote viewing <laughs> yeah. that he has used in uh in congruence in comorbidity whatever it is in cooperation with technology so it's like he can't quite see far away his stand can so then he transfers it into a camera because a camera produces a brand new image same with Mm. using a tv same with using sand because he didn't have anything that would produce a higher quality image like a tv nearby but this is an interesting point i'm trying to think yeah he does control the plane using hermit purple which is weird because that that isn't producing an image that's that is him dealing with technology i guess he can use his remote viewing to like see the air in front of the plane so it's a little murky now that i think about it as to what hermit purple's power really is um because it seems like it might deal with tech or maybe it's using tech as a as a clairvoyance delivery system i'm inclined to think it still sucks <laughs> Why? based on all the evidence from the show Hmm. He has. He doesn't use it in that many useful ways. You think the the writer Alex here is extrapolating too much, or you think flat out wrong? Um, both. Wow, <laughs> incredible, Alex. You heard it here first. You're a dummy. No, nah, I don't know no. about that. I, I think these are actual good points. Um, but I don't know about him being able to like just bypass all the security in the world. You know, because I think he might be able to access anything electronically, but. You still got to get past all that infosec, you know, just because you can see far away. Maybe he could see passwords, though. He could see people typing passwords. He has like a key logger built into his stand or something. I don't know. Maybe he could do it. I think that we don't see a lot of evidence of this. The the Him manipulating the plane is suspicious, but then it's, it's like, really why, why doesn't he use this way more often? Maybe well, I he think can we're missing hack um, Windows products. Yeah, haven't they found that like some planes are controlled by Windows ninety five computers? <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, they are. Like, or no XP? I think XP is still running on some computers. Very bad. Yeah. At least it wasn't whatever the bad one was. Windows Millennium Edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also think Araki tries to make the stands as useful as possible because, like, even if uh, I can't think of a, a, an example off the top of my head, but but some of these some of the stand logic relies a little bit on bullshit. Like they're like, okay, my, my stand has these properties and I somehow know a lot about the science of this, you know, whatever the science of Mm -hmm. this animal or whatever. And therefore I'm going to use, you know, whatever the snake brick, you know, like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like I, I think that he, he does his research and then make puts that into the story so that like, Every stand is going to reach its like craziest potential. Yeah. Permit Purple never really does that. Yeah, but keep in mind that Araki is writing in the 80s as well. So he doesn't even know what he created. You know? 
I think the creator would know what he created. I don't think so. Because <laughs> he just thinks like, oh, he can deal with technology and stuff. He's like, which is just a bunch of TV. I'm saying if he meant for her Hermit Purple to be a very useful stand, he would have made it used more usefully and creatively. Well, maybe not creatively. It's pretty creative already, I guess. But but I think he thinks that he made it as useful as possible given the context. And this, this so writer is imagining... no Because it's not that useful. Well, you're only interpreting the stand as though it exists within the literature we've read it in, whereas this writer... It does. It does only exist in the literature <laughs> no. that we have read and seen. Well, I've not but read, But that's but not what's seen. fun. It's not fun to just read it and go, that's all we can do is read it. It's fun to imagine characters outside. Who are you to decide what's fun? I think it is fun to some people if you need me to put that little... I sub- disagree. If you need me to read the subtext out loud to you. I think it's fun for people to imagine what stands would be like outside of the context of the comic. And I think this writer has some good points. I thought about it and it's not fun. Wow. All right, Jackie, you want to read this? Baby. Oh. Okay, what are we done? Uh, I'm you should reading, read another email. We're I'm reading done. an email. This email is from Peter. Peter, uh, this, the fucking subject line says... What? The subject line says, new to the podcast. Hey, hi, everyone. Hi. I recently stumbled across your podcast while looking for anime-related podcasts. Hmm. I was surprised and thrilled to find one that covers just JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, as it is one of my favorite animes. Naturally, when I started a new podcast, naturally, when starting a new podcast, you're never really sure what to expect. Thankfully, upon listening to just one episode, I was instantly impressed. You all are a blast to listen to, and it is extremely enjoyable hearing you guys discuss one of my favorite shows. You break down th- uh, your breakdown of each episode are interesting, fun, and thought-provoking. I'm currently watching Golden Wind, and I'm really looking forward to hearing everyone's take on it. Anyway, sorry for the long email. I just wanted to let you guys know you're doing a great job, and I look forward to hearing more. All the best, Peter. Thanks, Peter. Thank you, Peter. Thanks for writing in after one, after only listening to one episode. Yeah, I, you, I thought that was a concise email. You should give it a chance because uh, we get really terrible. Now write us a nice review on iTunes. That's right. Write us a review <laughs> on iTunes. Even people who have just heard us read an email or two. Well, he said a lot of nice things in the email. Yeah, just copy paste, baby. Yeah, just write all that. Just put it in the review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And give that. us two stars. No, no, oh. give us five, please. Oh, all two the isn't the max? Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, Miles will read this next email. Nice. The subject line of this email is Hope It's Not Too Late 2.0, and it's from Jesus. That's not how you say that. I disagree. Okay. Oh, that's right. Jackie is Latina, Cuban, IIRC. That's correct. Know that I think of it, now that I think of it, is what you meant, Jesus. Miles. We have two things in common now. I'm currently studying a software-related career. High five for that. Last week, you were wondering why did they choose Freakin' You for the ending. The reason of it might be because a member of the Jodeci Quartet is called Jojo. Yep. Ah, I forgot about that. Also, it really looks like come up with the names for the subs one min before it airs. Thankful Death and Coco Large have to be the best ones yet along with Zipperman. Anyways, I don't want this to be super long, so it'll end here. Saludos, Jose Jose. P.S. I'm horny. Thank it's you. A classic. We haven't we haven't heard PSM horny in a while. Are you guys not horny anymore? <laughs> uh, I will say that um, I think what Jesus meant was it does seem like yes they come up with the names in advance, but I don't, like like five minutes before the episodes are written, 
But I don't think Coco Large is actually in the anime. I think Coco Large might be from one of the video games. What's Coco But it Large? is really funny. It's So the stand's name, or the turtle's name is Coco Jumbo. Oh, yeah. Oh. So apparently, I guess a translator at some point just called him Coco Large. Oh. Coco Jumbo is a cool name. Coco Jumbo. Yeah. I listened to that song later and I was like, this is fine. Did you use it last app? Yes, I did. Okay, good. I didn't listen to last app. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. This email is from Hentai Homie, and it goes like this. Train boys, old boys, beach boys, and grateful boys. Hey, JJB crew. Konol Hentai Homie. Can't wait for you guys to witness one of the longest stand battles to grace Jojo. This battle really fortifies the antagonistic presence of La Squadra. They don't say, I'm going to kill him. They say, killed him. The name of the new antagonists are Pesci and Prosciutto. Pesci is the onion man, and Prosciutto is the well-dressed blonde man. I'm very disappointed that they didn't keep the Italian word fra, which means bro, in the anime, which is how Pesci would refer to prosciutto. Besides that, they would have done great almost panel for panel with a few word changes. This is my first email in the new year, and thank you for a year of entertainment. From Hentai Homie, P.S. I'm just horny and my body pillow does not help. <laughs> P.P.S. Brawly the Legendary Super Saiyan comes out today. Can't wait. It's in theaters. I hear good things about it. There's a new Dragon Ball Z movie. Ah. It's oh. Dragon Ball Super, actually. Sorry, a new Dragon Ball movie called Broly the Super Saiyan. That's cute. So it's a retell. Like, they already put out a Brawly movie. So this is like a re I'm, I'm not sure, it? but I know that Super... No, Kai is the retelling. Super looks ugly, but um, I don't know. I, what happened to Broly in the original sagas? Maybe he's coming back. Maybe it is a continuation. He took that L, of course. Yeah, well, everyone does. <laughs> everyone does. One thing I noticed uh, about... Hentai, hentai homie always uses the, these emojis and now he like actually spelled it out for us because i never got what it meant before mm. but it's a it's a hen and it's a tie or like suit and tie so it's like hentai hentai now we know yeah i don't think i got that either i never got it huh would you look at that i can't because i don't have access to so i can't jackie do you want to look at this email sure 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 uh, this is this letter is from Dylan. Dylan, hello, Dylan. You son of a bitch. Whoa, it's <laughs> no. no from Predator when they clap hands. Oh, okay. The subject line right. is just wanted to say something. Hello, members of the pod. My hello. Wi- my winter break has recently ended, and oh. having watched episode fourteen, I realized something. Over the break, I rewatched Friends, and the day or a couple days before. The day or a couple days before watching episode 14, I watched the episode where Joey writes a recommendation letter for Monica and Chandler. I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about. I don't. But in short, Monica and Chandler want to adopt a child and ask Joey to write a letter for the adoption agency. And Joey uses the a thesaurus to replace the words to sound smart. So episode 14 reminded me of this episode of Friends with the thankful death and how every censored <laughs> stand name sounds like Crunchyroll is just using a thesaurus to yeah. come up with stand names. That's Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, also, Mark, congrats on the new job. Thank you. All st- uh, and Jackie, I would like to know your opinion. Why? Why just me? But just you. <laughs> and Jackie, I would like to know your opinion on the Gillette ad that recently came out about men doing stuff. I can't really phrase it. I guess. Uh, anyways, thanks for thanks. Well, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, thanks all. I feel like this rambles because the text seems like so much on my phone. Bye. I think that was all. Like 
three sentences. You got, you got to break up those sentences, man. <laughs> but that's fine. I think it's like, it's just, this is how Dylan's mind works. So I think that's it's just, okay. it's a thought dump. That's I'm surprised okay. Dylan has seen friends. Really? I, I was a little surprised at that too. I forgot oh, yeah, about that. He's young. He's young. <laughs> it, it is on Netflix all the time. And it's on TV all the time. Jackie knows this, but I didn't really watch friends growing up. And now that it comes on every now and then, I think we were watching it one time we had downtime and I was like, this show isn't bad. But growing up, I was like, this show sucks. I, I'm going to watch. Seinfeld. I would only watch it now if there was nothing else to watch. Um, but there's never nothing else to watch because we have Netflix and I could just watch the office right um <laughs> but it would be great to see the friends intro but with the bucciarati gang like sitting around the fountain at the end of it oh you know? that'd be cute i would like that same show. music it was just them living in an apartment and somebody make that happen wacky adventures uh okay i'll do it yeah, okay um miles did you like friends um i i like you did not like it growing up um but mary watches it all the time mm. and so when it's on i begrudgingly laugh so it's uh, pretty good I uh, I think I only really watched it because my mom liked it. And so she would always put it on during dinner. So because we always watch TV during dinner. So um, she would put on whatever was it was like it was a lot of friends or the nanny at one point. Uh, I don't know what else was on around dinner time, but those shows Seinfeld sometimes. But I don't think she really likes uh, like that one. Um, anyway, Dylan asked what I thought about the Gillette ad and I thought it was fine, but also, I don't know, these advertisers just like want people to buy their shit and talk their about money, it. Baby. So like whatever, any message you could take away from that is really just like buy razors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think that it's silly that people are upset about it. Uh, they're just like insecure. Like if if you're a bad per if you're a bad man but you still shave all the time, Gillette will still sell you a razor. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. Okay. They, they don't make you pass a test. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I remember reading someone trying to say that they think all this outrage is just like stirred up by uh, like modern press, like BBC.com and stuff. But I think people would get outraged anyway. I haven't seen the ad. I don't care to. I agree with Jackie that it's like, yeah, it's this company just does like a cost, like a risk analysis and is like yeah. well because it's weird right like who is that ad for it could be for women it could be for women because gillette sells razors to women <laughs> they have a, a women's product line yeah um but then it's like yeah for the toxic men like who are assholes they're could not gonna be. watch this and be like i should be better thank you Maybe corporation that wants me to spend too much money on razors when there are online delivery sites like harry's shave club or dollar shit whatever the fuck it is maybe it's like the the woke liberal men will be like oh man you know, I'm woke, so I should buy. I, sh I should buy. I'm glad Razor Gillette. cares about this. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad Gillette, whatever it is. Yeah. Razor Scooter. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I honestly, I wonder though if they're like this will cause controversy, and no matter what side you're on, people will remember that Gillette is a specific brand. There's also um, we ain't got shit out here talking about social issues. I read once. I don't know where, and I don't. Uh, I don't know if it's true, but it makes sense to me. So I'm gonna tell you about it now like it's true um i read somewhere that uh there are certain like men's products that are more so advertised uh for women because uh advertisers know that the spouse is or the spouse or the mom is more likely to buy those things like i think i've heard for, this for their husband or for their son mm. um so certain like deodorants and stuff even though it's like it's like a product that's for men. Like they'll advertise it um, on like, you know, 
they'll, they'll advertise it in ways that they like in order to get the mom and, and wife to buy it. Yeah. Um, so it, this could be one of those things where they didn't think that like, you know, if, if you're not paying attention, you're not buying your own razor and you're like, you know, your significant other or parent buys it for you. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, for me, the tears of lameness are like liking this ad and thinking that its message will have a positive impact and then more lame, maybe it might be equal, is like people making this ad. But what's the lamest thing is being upset by this ad. Yeah. Like I saw image macros where they were like, uh, in World War II, like where, you know, where was the toxic masculinity? Like you didn't complain about toxic masculinity back then because it's like men you know jumping out of boats or whatever to shoot germans Mm -hmm. and it's like oh my god like you're so dumb i can't even stop and explain it to you but i wasn't doing too much in world war ii to be honest i will just don't watch ads yeah i will say i do agree with like the general message and i think it's generally oh yeah men are shitty (laughs) well no i think it's i think it's generally a positive one like beat let's all be better let's all like take care of each other and like let's stand up for what's right and let's call each other no, out let's no, call each no. other out when you know people are being shitty especially when they're being shitty to women or when we're holding men to you know specific standards that like forces them to not be themselves you mm-hmm. know um like they also have uh, a part of the ad is like a, a, a gay boy who's like i don't know like being i don't remember what it was but it was something like you know boys who are into more feminine things or who are gay are like punished for it growing up or discouraged from it and that kind of thing it's like we should be better it's not just about how we treat women it's how we treat each other and you know why are we i don't know stuff that is a good point i was telling you the other day about how you grow up a little bit and you think to, you, you might do something feminine and then people are like don't do that that's not what that's not what men do and like that in and of itself is harmful but i remember thinking growing up i was like oh i was more effeminate than other kids or whatever but really it's like no they also were they just in private got told like stop doing that shit yeah so they could be hammered into this mold of what we think being a man means when in reality why don't i stand that way okay it's it's comfortable i don't care that it looks feminine yeah it's good on my back um whatever but, but yeah um it's an advertisement everybody's getting all worked up over an you know, just look for the cheapest razor that's actually durable and buy that Buy in bulk too if you can. If you have the storage, that's the real cheap. Oh way yeah, to get razors. Uh, but thanks for writing, Dylan, and uh, continue looking at media from a critical viewpoint. That's very important. Be suspicious. Be suspicious of the media. <laughs> Be suspicious, <laughs> ambitious, and delicious. Jackie, you should read the next one too. Oh great! Why? Because oh, because the subject line says for Jackie. All right. The most interesting part of our crew, Jackie. <laughs> Keep writing letters only to me, no, please. No, she has an email address you could write to. No, no, no. Oh. If you're going to talk to me, just tweet, tweet at me. But anyway, um, so this is from Josh. Um, Hi, Josh. The subject hey. line says for Jackie, and then in parentheses. Oh, never mind. Mostly. <laughs> Bye, Josh. Uh, dear JJBA, this email is mostly for Jackie. Sorry, Mark and Miles. Whatever. They spelled your names right. That's good. Uh, So I'm taking coding classes at the moment in college, and I was wondering if you had any tips for keeping the different languages straight in my head. I'm learning HTML, CSS, C, and JavaScript all at the same time, so I'm hoping to get some tips before I get too deep into them. 
On another note, when you talked last week about JoJo references in real life, I remember that the big casino in my town has had some JoJo-related bands play. Bad Company and Air Supply, and some oh. others I can't remember. Oh, two bands that would definitely play for the people that frequent casinos? <laughs> That's awesome. Also, have you guys happened to look up JoJo-related songs on YouTube and looked in the comments section? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Killer Queen is the first to come to mind, but none of the references are spared. Josh. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling just as tired. Sad. Get a new mattress. Jackie. Hello. Answer the man's question. Okay. Uh, so you're learning HTML, CSS, C, and JavaScript. These are all very different. Especially C. I'm going to start talking. No, they're all very different. <laughs> they're all very different. And they're... Uh, <laughs> Uh, they're all useful. It's, it's good that you're learning all of these things. Um, so HTML is a markup language. You can remember that because the ML at the end, markup. Uh, this is just a language that you write um, in order for your browser to figure out like how to display things, basically. So HTML is, is what you're writing. Uh, it's markup for your browser to be able to display things. Uh, similarly, CSS is... Uh, cascading style sheet so style think about style when you think of css it determines like things like color and and lots of other more complicated things um you know some people are like css nerds and experts and they can do all kinds of crazy stuff nerds uh but it html and css are pretty easy to like get started with um but yeah th for css think think it has lots of s's it's all about style um, so it's about like more, more, um, in terms of like design mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, C I'm not super familiar with, but I believe it is, I don't know, one of those, like, just think like it's, it's an earlier language at this point, right? Like no one, like people now use C plus plus and visual C plus plus. So because it's one letter, think that it's older it's, you're and gonna, more fundamental yeah it's definitely gonna teach you some programming fundamentals to work with um let's see i've 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 touched on c sharp and i don't know if java is similar at all but um these are going to be languages that are compiled you're going to need to like wait for them to build um they're not for the web right like they are no they're not for the web um so you'd be writing something that is backend that might be talking to databases or data layer logic um working with apis which is a way to like give information to the front end basically if you're if you're working with these front end technologies and then javascript is awesome because it's got it's it's gotten more popular and powerful um more recently um it used to be primarily a front-end language but now it's also a back-end language what does that mean that means that you can use javascript uh to manipulate you know make things happen in your browser but you can also use javascript to do things uh like you know manipulating data storing things in data in different data stores databases stuff like that um all kinds of different things like working with on, on like the server side basically when i say back end I'm, I'm saying i mean server side um is what that means and so front end is like the what typically like what you might see happening in your browser and as you interact with the page you know things that are interactive that are happening on your browser and don't need to travel like that information doesn't necessarily need to travel to the server um 
So how do you get all these things straight? Uh, HTML and CSS, that's your, you're talking to your browser. Uh, C, you're probably um, working with some data uh, in some way. Um, and you're making, you're, you're receiving requests and you're responding. Um, and JavaScript might be a little bit of both, but it's super useful. Um, and I think that you'll, you'll kind of get the hang of it right away because they are going to be very different. Even syntactically, they're going to be very different. Like when you're actually writing the language, uh, um, when you're actually writing code for these, uh, they're, it's, you're, you're going to be able to get it right away. Um, that's cool though. That's a lot to learn in one class. So, um, hopefully your teacher can take you through it. Uh, message me if you have questions, I might be able to help you. But do you think that maybe the question, I don't know, because I'm wondering if maybe the question was like how to separate like usage and syntax, like in your day to day, like if you already know what everything is, it should be really easy because they're so different. Okay. Because when I took Japanese and Spanish at the same time, it's different than Japanese and Spanish. No, like my body was half in one classroom and half in the other. No, like, I don't know, like (laughs) certain things are similar and you end up going to one class and you're saying one word. Oh, this is like... Hmm. What could be a comparison? Is it like when you're dating two women? No. I mean, no, <laughs> no. It's like it's like okay. So you're 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 in English class and you're in math class. You're it's writing, that different. Yeah, you're writing something completely different, and it's just it's going to be different. Like one you're working with numbers and one with you're working with letters. I mean, it's that's not the actual difference. Like you're going to be working with all kinds of characters for both of those things but it's uh yeah what like html and css require less like logical thinking and more like just an understand html is like pretty straightforward um that's just like writing css is going to require knowledge of how the different things work i don't know it's hard to explain but javascript and c are going to be more logic based okay i don't know you'll figure it out also like don't be afraid to ask google if you have questions google is your friend like even when you have many years experience you're still going to be consulting with google um so just do your best and don't get don't feel overwhelmed yeah and if you don't like it don't do it no switch tracts no that's what i did no well if you like at least one of those things like if you like CSS, then maybe you can be an awesome CSS nerd. I personally don't like CSS, but maybe that's where you want to go. And the world needs CSS nerds. Um, or maybe you like JavaScript, but you don't like C. Or maybe you like C, but you don't like anything else. Like, there's a place for you if you, you know. It's, it's good to just get familiarity with those things. I'm sorry if I bored the other people who are not, who don't know any of this stuff. But maybe you learned something. We could I, we could shorten it. I tried to explain things like still like if I like throw out like a term like API or something and like what does that mean? Well, <laughs> forget you, API. You APIs a, are hard to explain. But you're falling down like a Wikipedia. But hole. I started going back end and front end. And like no wait, okay. If, when someone says back end, just think server side. Uh, and front end, you're thinking you're what's what you see on a page and what you can interact with and that kind of thing. Okay. Keep it simple. Thanks for the email, Josh. Thanks for the email. Good luck. You'll be fine. You can you can you can ask me on Twitter if you have questions. Miles, what do you got? This email is called Random Post Pod Episode Thoughts from Jackson. Hello once again, JJB Pod Crew. I'm Hi. writing this Hello. email before I've watched episode fourteen of 
Ugan no Kaze. Wait, before? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I may write another one, depending on what's in episode 14, but I will say that the battle against Pesci and Prosciutto is one of my favorite fights in part five. Anyways, during the last podcast episode, the conversation of turtles not making any noise was brought up. And the first thing that came to my mind was the only time I have ever seen a turtle make a noise was in a video where a turtle fucked a croc. The shoe, not the reptile, because I'm sure Miles would have asked if I didn't clarify. Miles, is that true? I, if that I would have asked. Yeah. I, I was assuming a crocodile, which would be really weird. I don't know. <laughs> I've seen a turtle fuck a stuffed animal, or maybe it's this video, but I we know... We saw a turtle fuck another turtle. I don't think I would have asked. We saw two tortoises have sex at a Philadelphia zoo, and I, I've seen the video that Jackson is talking about, I believe, but go ahead, Miles, go ahead. <laughs> Here's the video. He provides us a link to the video. We don't need to watch it now. I'm going to save it for later, Jackson. All right. The other thing I would like to mention is that the scene where the baby ages rapidly with the mother is from the manga and not an anime original. I only know this because I was really looking forward to this scene because you love babies dying. Being animated when I first read the manga a few months back. Please don't judge. I am. I just like <laughs> to see how the anime tackles the weird shit in the manga. Thanks, guys, for always giving my Thursdays at work a little something extra by doing the podcasts. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Sincerely, Jackson. P.S. Mark with a K. Were you able to get part four Jotaro when he dropped on Pitter Patter Pop a few weeks ago? I was left lucky enough to get two copies, and his time stop is OPAF. Well, I, I did get two copies of Jotaro. Oh, what? There's a PPS before you take your phone. Well, why'd you look at me like you were waiting for my answer? I was waiting for your answer. Okay, go ahead. PPS, uh -huh. every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling more tired than I did before. Again. Sad. You people everyone, make me sad. Everyone keeps saying this. This week's sponsor is a mattress. Yeah, just <laughs> any mattress. We know you're sleeping on the floor. Or, or like ZZ Quill. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Oh, NyQuil. It's NyQuil, but without the cough medicine, it's just it just knocks you out. Ooh, I want that. <laughs> my mom uses it. Uses it. Oh. She was just using NyQuil, and my dad was like, you're not sick. You can't just keep taking NyQuil every night to fall asleep. Yeah, but ZZ Quill, isn't that just alcohol then and like sugar? Or? It's not like the cough medicine hurts you. Yeah, but it is, I don't know, it's weird. I feel like, wouldn't you be maybe building up a tolerance or helping the fucking, building a tolerance. the bad things in your body, like fight it, like you're making them stronger? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I did get the part four Jotaro from Pitter Patter. Um, I got him twice. He's good. And I've been reading in the Pitter Patter Pop Discord some different strategies that are disgustingly broken. And I still haven't beaten Iluso because the third, uh, level of iluso it says like you should be level 50 like ah, every fight says that and he's fucking hard but apparently since he mirrors the board you can put boxes on the left side and then he'll mirror them and now you have more boxes so these are these are the strategies this is why you tune in uh, alternatively you could just go to the pitter patter pop discord but they just released uh part three jotaro um and abdul's coming i think i used discord for the first time today how was that it was okay was it riveting yeah. Okay. This email is from Chad. And Aloha. The title is Shelta della Danazioni, which I don't know what that means. Aloha, JJB pod crew. Salute. Well, things are looking pretty scary for our rising gang stars as of the last episode. Not to mention, what? Not to step on your impending episodio recap. All I can say is that I have no idea what will happen next. The fights are very intense, crazy, intense and crazy. 
and I'm going to be really sad if someone doesn't survive the arc. Over the last 14 episodes of Part 5, we've witnessed quite the variety of Stan-related effects, haven't we? Not all of them are altogether horrible. Gold experiences spiritual overload. Meanwhile, some are flat-out deadly. Purple Haze's virus. Or creepy as heck. Beach Boy's sinking hook. Of the different Part 5 Stan-related effects we've seen, which would you least mind having to experience yourself? Which would you absolutely never want to experience? Keep up the great show. Mahalo. Chad. P.S. Every time I oversleep, I wake up feeling so sorry. That's how I felt. Today I woke up at 12. What? That was bad. I, I woke to up wake at, up at 8. I woke up at 10. And for me, that's quite late. Yeah. These days I get up at 6 for work, so I don't know what's going to happen to my body tonight when I try to sleep. Just take ZZZ Quill. Oh, I should take ZZ Quill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as what I wouldn't mind to experience, if we're just talking part five. Wait, what you wouldn't mind or what you would mind? But yeah, it's, it's like both. which one wouldn't it's be that both. bad and which one would you definitely not want oh, to experience? Yes, 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 yes. I don't know. I think that Black Sabbath stabbing me in the face with an arrow I might um, want because then I could get a stand. Oh, that's good. Or know. die. Yeah, but like if you don't have a stand, what's the point of living? You just think you're going to, you just really are confident that you're going to get a stand. I am going to get a stand. I think I would get a stand I'm too. strong enough to be your man. Either way, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't, I also would not want the hook in my body. I would not want to rapidly age. I already feel like I'm aging too rapidly as it is. Aww. I do not need some creepy legless stand. If I had to pick between rapidly aging and dying instantly of a disease, I would pick dying instantly of a disease. Oh, so purple haze. Yeah. Trying to think what else. We're picking how we want to die, right? Yeah, I guess being unzipped, depending on how Bujarati does it, unzipping wouldn't be that bad. I wouldn't like that. If he does like specific things that aren't, like sometimes it hurts apparently. I don't know. It would creep me out. But I wouldn't mind being unzipped. Um, thanks for all your emails. Keep yourselves yeah. zipped through this podcast, please. I can't think of anything better. I feel like, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind Hermit Purple doing nothing to me. Wow. Um, yeah, because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Hermit Purple does not suck. It's just not what we're used to, you know? Um, no, I don't. No, it, it could sucks. Do, it could do more. Because even in the late 80s, they had like like mainframes and shit. They had giant telephones. <laughs> all right, let's get into the episode. I'm sick of this shit. If you want to write to us, by the way, <laughs> please write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at JJBPod. Uh, so this episode is, like I said, episode 15 of the Ogo no Kaze or Golden Wind anime, The Grateful Dead or The Thankful Death. Um, so stupid. Yeah, there's a brief recap, but then we see that it starts with Mista being in the uh, driver's uh, cab. And he's got uh, a fishing line from Pesci's Beach Boy embedded into his skin. Yes. It's in his hand and his wrist. Uh, and it seems like a fucking nightmare. It looks like it hurts. I wrote down that Araki loves shit going under the skin. Um, was oh, does he? Th- yeah. I was thinking about um, there's the air bubble that Kira gets in his skin in part four. There's his heroin addiction. No, that's not it. Uh, someone else has something go under the skin like that. It's it's too much and I don't like it. Um and I also wrote down that, yeah, so Misa tries to free himself by shooting the uh, fishing line with a bullet, which is yeah. a great idea. For this scene, we're going back and forth between Mista and Pesci. And like Pesci's like, oh, who did I hook? Uh, I hooked somebody's left arm. Uh, this is probably not Trish. And he's like... Because he says he's at least 68 kilograms. Yeah. Uh, and then he, gu- he guesses correctly that it's, mis- that it's Mista. 
Um, and so you, you see back and forth their perspectives where like Misa's trying to get out and uh, this guy Pesci is trying to reel him in. Um, so yeah, he tries to shoot the, um, <clears throat> he tries to shoot the, the fishing line, fishing line and it, nothing happens. It like goes through the fishing line, but still reflects damage. It splits the bullet. Doesn't it? Does it split damage? Uh, oh, okay. It does it split the bullet rather. Um, cause I was, I was like, oh, here's another stand that reflects a uh, physical impact, which I don't think should be used so often, but cause golden wind briefly does that. If you hit the animal, the damage goes back to you, the rubber glue style stand. And we still had that superfly stand where if you punch the tower, you punch yourself. Um, fishing is more boring than this, right? I've never gone fishing. I've only gone fishing in video games. It's, it's actually like this. It's still boring. And the fish games. try to shoot you with a gun. That's pretty neat. Right. Um, so that is happening to Mista. Mista shoots himself. What? He shoots himself. Really? Yeah, to try and get the get his stand to pick the line out of his body. He shoots himself, and then he's like, "All right, uh, sex pistols, go off and do your thing. Get get I don't know whatever. Get this fishing line now." And they're like trying to pull it out or whatever they're trying to do, but it doesn't work. So I don't know. He's trying to come up with a plan with his little his little friends. Also, Pesci says this is not a woman's strength. <laughs> right. I miss that. That's how he tells that it's a yeah. man on the other end of the okay. line. This okay. is the strength of a very skinny man. Because women aren't strong, you guys. Right. Pesci has a surprising awareness of what is on the other end of the line. I he think says, like, something is heavy. It's like, you're pulling it horizontally, dude. It could be grabbing furniture. I think it's, it's part of his stand. You. Yeah, I guess. But it's just like, how can you know how, how heavy something is when you're not, like, lifting it? Is that whatever? True. Yeah. So he tries to pull it, and um, also the bullets try to find him, and they they break some glass, and he's like, wait, what? What's going on? And it turns out the bullets are looking for the ice um, to destroy it. Right. Um, so there's just a glass of ice on the bar, and instead yeah. of just going right for Pesci's face, they smash up the glass. Because Mista figured that he was going to have ice near him to keep him cool. Um, probably he was, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that he had ice in that glass and he was chewing on ice. Um, in order yeah, we to see him do it last stay, episode. Yeah. In order to stay cool. Yeah. So why not just shoot him in the face? Cause he needs to question him. Um, I think that's part of it because he does ask him later where he is. Uh, no, I think, well, it might be that, but I think, um, I think it is that if, you know, if the second guy starts to age, then the first guy is going to have to turn off, call off his stand that's making everybody age. Like, oh. I think I think it might be that where it's like, oh. well, if you don't want your friend to die, you're going to have to call off this aging thing. Now that, yeah. now that um, Misa's already out, you know? Like, I think that's the logic too. Like, I don't know. I think also... Maybe if if it came towards Pesci himself, maybe it would be too obvious and Pesci could like block it with his fishing mm. rod. But if you kind of go off to the side and hit the glass, he's going to be like, what? Um, he's not going to expect that. But then it does break and Pesci starts freaking out because he knows that without the ice cubes, he will stay warm uh, and Grateful Dead will age him. Um, although we see the sex pistols, two of them kind of lamenting the fact that they didn't actually hit the ice because they're like, oh, and they kind of explain it there. They're like, we didn't knock the ice out of the glass so that it would be hard to use or something. And so Pesci panicking over this releases his sand, which now lets Mista run free. He's not um, tethered by the fishing line. Yeah. And he starts to run away. Mista? 
No, um, Pesci. Pesci oh. starts to run away because he's like, oh, fuck, all my ice is gone. I need to go. So he starts to run away. And then he gets stopped by this old man. This old man is like, oh, I'm so old. Help me. Right. Some old man who's also have, well, some man who is aged, <coughs> probably by Grateful Dead, grabs him. Um, and we're kind of, at the time, I think this is very clever, but at the time I was like, what, why would this guy do that? Like, that's so obnoxious. Why would you just throw yourself on someone? Because you need help and you see that that guy is young. Uh, sure. Anyway, Mista does get into the car uh, that this is all happening in. And we see Mista reload his pistol by tilting his head forward and the bullets fall out of his cowl. Cool. He, he shoots the guy's hand. He shoots Pesci's hand. And yes. He shoots a finger off. Yes. Uh, but I noticed that, is that what the down arrow on, on Mista's cowl means? Is the arrow being like, this is where bullets fall out? You know, is it more significant than I thought? I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I didn't pay attention to any of that. No, it tells him which way to put the hat on. <laughs> Otherwise, you might be confused. <laughs> yeah. Right. You try to put a convex thing on top of your head like an idiot. Um, yeah. What else happens here then? Uh, so Mista does eventually get up to Pesci because Pesci's freaking out about uh, his finger being blown off. And he goes, answer one question. You have two seconds. Yeah. He goes, uno. Do no, it. he's like he's he tells him the rules first. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna give you two seconds to answer this question. If you don't answer this question within two seconds, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna shoot you. And he's and he and then he does that where he gives him a he gives him kind of a preview. He's like uno, due or however you say it in Italian. In case he doesn't know what counting is. And then he's like, that's it. That's when I would fucking shoot you if you didn't answer the question by then. Yeah, it's funny. He like narrates the whole thing. Well, no, he gives him like a preview. Like like this yeah. is the um. Uh, it's like it? one of those trailers that gives away the movie, though. It's like when you play a video, you know, when you play a video game and like, oh, when like you, Mario Party, when you play Mario RPG and then Toad comes out and he's like, this is how you're going to, you know, jump on the logs to catch the coins. Um, and then Toad's like, want me to explain to you how to do it? And you're like, you accidentally hit yes because you're um, you're hitting like a too quickly. Right. Um, <laughs> and then you're like, no, God damn it. I didn't want to sit through the explanation. Right. And then he's like, all right, try jumping. And you have to like jump in time. Anyway, that's a thing in, in video games. Sometimes they'll like ask you if a you want to do a tutorial and you can try it out. It was basically that he was like, this is what's going to happen. This is but he didn't say like, OK, now <laughs> answer the question in time. But he like. He gave him a little practice run. Like, one, two, that's all the time you get. Um, don't fuck this up or else you're dead. And the question he asks is, where's your friend? Right. Yep. Where's the, the other the other one of you or whatever? Um, but then we see that... Pre- where's the other guy? We see that... Pre- no, and he counts. He counts. Oh, he does? He counts. He goes, uno, due, or what? what is two? Is it due? Due. Due. But then an old man slumps on top of him, the same one who slumped on Pesci before. Yeah. So he can't shoot him. Oh, right, right. Well, well, Pesci says, he's like, I don't know. I don't know where he is. He fucking left me here. I have no idea. And he's like, you know, uno. Like, no, really, I don't know. And then, and then, and then that's when the old guy like jumps on, um, <clears throat> jumps on Mista. Mista. And it turns out the old man is prosciutto. Right. Dun, dun, dun. And he begins aging yeah, he means aging Mista by touching him. Because yeah. he touches him, yeah. And he explains that doing this is even faster than whatever vapors he's smoking around. Which is weird because I thought his stand ages people, not him, but his hand. 
Well, no, you'll you see that like his stand was kind of inside him. It was weird. Like his stand kind of comes out. Yeah, that makes more sense then to me. Maybe he's just one of those people who makes you feel older because he's such a burden. Because he's never heard of friends or um, yeah, nine eleven. He's Dylan. Oh (laughs) no. Um. Yeah. So So I like Misa collapses. Well, wait, I just wanted to say that I I like this because, because you're like, why does the old man get there? That's so convenient for the story that Pesci can't escape, but it's because the old man is prosciutto who cleverly aged himself. And I guess he's stopping Pesci because he wants him to be an obstacle uh, for Mista or something like that. You know what I mean? Like he must've stopped Pesci for a reason. Like, I guess so it would, it would make Mista more susceptible to be, actually ambushed by him i think he stops i think he stops pesci because he's like because later on he's like fuck you pesci you put away your stand and you ran away like a pussy like you know get out there and do your right he gives him a a weird weirdly long pep talk later it's a lot this episode i didn't love this episode because it felt like it just I felt like nothing happened. I know things happened, but it just felt like filler. I feel like, I don't know what happens in the next episode, but I think that we could have cut off, we could have cut out his, you know, prosciutto speeches and it just feels more like could have happened here. Yeah. I kind of thought we would have wrapped up the fight by now, but there are some parts of it that are interesting. I think, yeah, but it does yeah. feel a little stretched out. Like, are we going to do three episodes, four episodes? What's happening? David production. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I liked it. I thought there were some cool ideas here. Um, so it turns out it's Prosciutto and Prosciutto then ages the fuck out of Mista. Mista, Mista can't collapses. do anything about it. He yeah. He falls over like he might be dead. And then, um, Pesci is like, Oh, is that you bro? Talking about Prosciutto. Like right. He's figuring it out. He's in like, the manga, oh. he calls him Fra, which is yeah. Short for Italian word for brother. I Fra think. Diavolo. Right. So, <laughs> which means hot brother. I think. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. Devil bro. And then, um, so Pesci's a little slow and he kind of explains it for the audience that uh, Prosciutto aged himself in order to, I don't know, keep an eye on him or whatever. Prosciutto yeah. turns young again and he starts stomping on Pesci. He's like, fuck you. He doesn't say that, but he's like, that's what I would say if I was stomping on somebody. I'd be like, fuck you in that voice. Um, but yeah, he's like, what does he call him? He calls him a mamoni. What does that yeah. mean? We talked about it when it first was brought up a few episodes ago. It's like a mama's boy. Uh huh. So what I think was really interesting here is I was looking up stuff about the actual comic. And so it's Mamoni or Mamone really, but Araki writes it using Katakana, which is basically just a phonetic uh, syllabary that Japanese has, meaning it doesn't have any meaning in the actual characters. They're just sounds, right? So like ma always means ma. Mo is just mo. It doesn't have inherent meaning. So they use it for foreign languages and sound effects and some other things. Um, what's interesting, though, is that Araki writes it as ma, mo, and then the ni part. Instead of just writing the sound that, that is ni, he uses the Japanese kanji that is pronounced out loud as ni, but it means kid. So I think it's really cool that he used a term that kind of means mama's boy and made part of it the actual Japanese character for boy. It's very clever. I wonder if this italian word is the same as like the spanish word what's the spanish word mamon mamon yeah i i think like i don't know cubans don't really use it but i think uh mexicans use it a lot so i think maybe our friend jose jose might might know more um but like mamad is to like to to suck oh yeah that's true 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, and no mames is a thing that right. like Mexicans say sometimes. To each other, which means uh, don't suck me or don't suck it. But which, it's uh, like... Yeah. It's like stop fucking around. Do you suck or, it. Or like, or like no kidding. It's no, like it's, that. it's literal. People are always sucking each other and they're like, stop. No. Oh, 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 oh. No. Um, In Cuban, we would say no me jodes. <laughs> right. Don't fuck me. Or no jodes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't fuck. Don't suck. Stop fucking and sucking out there. Yeah. Um, anyway. So yeah, Prosciutto then gives... Uh, fucking mamoni over here it gives pesci <laughs> a long talk that i i don't know he does again talk about he's like we are the ones who say who don't say i'm gonna kill that guy we have that feeling only when we've actually killed that guy mm-hmm. and I, I don't know i just doesn't make much sense they're all about visualization right we they're talked about, about this positive thinking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i didn't i didn't get much from this but i do like it is brutal and i don't like it that it happens but uh, Prigido then does the smart thing, which is he shoots Mista in the head three times. Amazing. At close range. And I was like, no. Yeah, because if, he, if yeah, you thought like, like maybe Mista can come back from this, he's just been aged. No, he gets shot in the head three times. And now I'm like, oh, Mista's dead? I was like, I don't remember Mista dying when I read the book, but the comic book. It was, it was also weird because I was like, I feel like they wouldn't let Mista die in this way. I think because I've said this before, but like... Usually our heroes die in heroic ways. Like they die like fighting to the death on something and not in in this case he is like caught by surprise, you know, which very mm. similar to how Lisa 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 is like one of the only exceptions to this um where she was caught by surprise. He's uh. caught by surprise here. I don't think that like I I I didn't think that you know that he would, I was like, this doesn't seem like a way that they would like kill him off. But at the same time, I don't know how he would possibly get out of this after being shot in the head three times. Three times. Kakyoin kind of gets surprised, but he does also do that after setting up a really cool barrier and hurting Dio a lot. But he mm. does not know about the time stop and he gets turned into a donut. Um, mm. But still, it is sort of a lame enemy to die against. Like, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, so. That all happens. Amista's all old and full of holes in his head. And what do they do? They just walk away? Or um, I wrote down the word ice. I don't know why. Maybe they take some ice with them. Uh, I don't know. I know that, that Mista grabbed it when he first like uh, incapacitated Pesci before he got grabbed by the oldie. Um, anyway, uh, Prosciutto is like smart. And so he's piecing everything together finally. I don't know why they didn't do this before. They could have done this last episode and saved a lot of time, but Prosciutto is like, they're probably in the driver's cab. You sensed an additional presence in there. Uh, that's where the girl is. Let's go over there and like search, which I really don't know why they didn't do this like before just turning They were worried about old. an ambush. So that's why they had the fishing line on the air conditioner. But now they know what was in the cab because Mista came out. I guess. Yeah. You don't have to guess. I know. I don't like I'm it. I'm here. During these pep talks, There's wasting time. Prosciutto touches Pesci's face a lot, and I think I would also touch his giant fleshy face a lot, too, <laughs> if I was talking they to get, him. They get very close in these pep talks. They get yeah. very close. Yeah. But that, that might just be an Italian thing. Okay. No, I think it's a big face thing. We've been watching The Sopranos, um, and there's a lot of closeness. Yeah, but is it mostly with men with big fleshy faces? Because this guy's got a big fleshy one. 
Everyone's face is fleshy. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You mean like vegetable mm. fleshy because he looks like a fucking vegetable? No, some people like have carrot. more gaunt, bony faces, and I wouldn't want to touch those. But oh, a big fleshy face, I'd want to get my hands in there. You don't think you would want to touch it and see if it feels like a radish or an onion or something? To be like, huh. If you're going to touch somebody's face like that, you should ask for permission first. Like, you need consent before you touch people. They With might your not, eyes. They might not like being touched, or they might be germaphobe. No, if germaphobes. your face is that big and fleshy, you've got it coming. No. No, Miles, no. <laughs> consent. <laughs> Always ask. Unless you have a big fleshy face. Right. Okay. Okay. If you If you look like a giant carrot then i don't know maybe you're not a human but otherwise <laughs> you got other concerns <laughs> um so prajute prajute uh does the dang thing and it's mean we, and we worry about mista but then they go we, to the cab right but before that we cut to inside the turtle and we see that trish is taking care of narancha who is a tiny old man and trish is like putting ice near him and stuff and trying to help him. And I think it's Bouchelotti who's like, Trish, just eat the ice yourself. Like, you know, you're the one that we need to protect here. You're the one that needs to live. Um, so, you know, but she's like, oh, she seems like kind of sweet. She's like, well, we can't let Narancha die. And so she wants to take care of Narancha. And nice. this is a death you know will not happen. Nobody, no good person in JoJo's dies this way. Yeah. Like, you know, even... all those guys aren't going to die of old age in there. Yeah. It would be pretty weird. Yeah. Without yeah. even like putting up a fight at all. But Mista um, Mista. We, don't know. we do see at some point though mista uh isn't in as bad shape as we think <gasps> it's basically revealed we see the uh the mushroomed uh bullet uh the bullets being they pop taken out, out of his, his helmet they come right out of his head and his cowl and then we see that number three i think one of the sex pistols guys <clears throat> no isn't it five uh, it was he's five crying? yes it's oh, five, five is always crying. crying yeah um comes out and is like Basically, he stopped the bullets a little bit. They still went into Mista's head, and Mista is still old. But number five had a piece of ice up there in his hat, uh, in Mista's hat. So he's kind of going to be able to cool him off a little bit so he doesn't entirely die of old age. So, like, because of the ice and the sex pistol being there, Mista managed to avoid two deaths in ways that were unknown to us. He's like, thank God I had you to stop the bullets and a piece of ice in there so I did not die of old age or get shot in the head. It's good to have friends. I'm it glad Mista's good. still alive. I really like him. But then Mista is like, go and does he ask him to assist uh, Bucciolati? And then he does? or no, does he? no. He goes, if you were going to ask me to assist Bucciolati, I already sent six. So uh. number five is thinking ahead even though his stand user is unconscious. Yeah. And then this is kind of cool too because I like that Sex Pistol number six teams up. I like to see stands team up with non like not their user they're yeah. just like independent little friends it's yeah because so five says he revived six so they have like this agency that a lot of other stands don't yeah it's cool because well because yeah because mista didn't didn't die so as long as you're alive you have a stand yeah but i like a lot of stands if you're unconscious your stand is unconscious yeah you you like withdraw it yeah you're right and if one of your stands is unconscious then all of them are yes because they are one stand yeah exactly but these are six different ones nope not really but four are asleep and two are awake yeah okay it because as long as one is awake the stand is awake it's i've makes decided sense. but why aren't they all awake because some of them got hurt or something okay i don't know there's like i don't know they're like ai oh because they all got aged too <laughs> they all got aged 
Uh-huh. We saw them getting aged at one point, but I think five was near the ice in his hat. Okay. So that's why he didn't die because, or get knocked out, whatever. I see. He didn't get aged that much. Yeah, I see indeed. Ha <sighs> <laughs> I just aged. All right. Uh, Hello. What else? What else happens? I don't even know how so, to describe. So Prosciutto and Pesci are inside the <clears throat> um, driver's cab and Prosciutto is giving Pesci a pep talk about confidence, which I think is really sweet. Um, so Pesci has low confidence. He's like, I'm just stupid. I'll never figure it out. Meanwhile, Prosciutto's like figuring everything out. But Prosciutto's like, nah, man, you're good. Just, you know, just believe in yourself and believe in your stand and you can do it. Um, which is nice. Um, and then Prosciutto is like, you know, you know, do you still sense somebody in this room? You know, like asking questions of Pesci, like to use his, to trust his powers, um, to detect what's going on. And he was like, he was like, oh, yeah, I meant to look under the the driver's chair. And then he looks and he's like, oh, there's nothing there. I guess I'm stupid. And (laughs) low self-esteem, this guy. And Frigida's like, nah, man, you can do it. Uh, Look, there's shit under like you didn't find any like living things under there, but there's shit here and it's too big to be mouse shit. Um, So it must be of an animal, you know. And then he like it's it must be something that's lurking in the shadows. And then he kicks over something, and we find the turtle with the key on its back. Yeah, how did the turtle get in there? He just walked in there. He probably like he goes under things. I okay. don't know. It Turtles. seemed like it was sealed shut. He had to break it open. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, forgot we were talking about that that video that the guy uh, emailed us. Uh huh. It is a turtle just fucking something, and he's just sort of exhaling. He's just going like. Oh, maybe the turtle fucked its way in there. <laughs> no. The only thing we know about turtles is that they have keys and they fuck. Uh-huh. So yeah, far. That's correct. all we've learned today. They're slow. And, and they, they're, they move in the dark. They're 10,000 years old. And sometimes they can move really fast. Have you guys seen that video where like the turtle is on a walking path? <gasps> oh, yeah. And the person gets nearby and the turtle fucking zips into the, into the grass? Are you talking about tortoise and the hare? No. No. Anyway, they are actually surprisingly, they can be fast. They don't like moving fast, but when they're in danger, they're like, oh, fuck. And That's they move me. Fast. You just Aww. described me. Aw. Because I had a little turtle and it did not like being picked up or anything. <laughs> so if it got its, if it got out, it was like, oh, fuck. It's my, it's my time to shine. It's I gotta my time go. to go. Yeah. It'll, they also swim pretty fast too. Yeah. Turtles, they're fucking liars. No, well, they they just want to chill. Like, they just want to be left alone. They just want a quiet life. But then if you fuck with them, then they're like, I just need to go back to living my quiet life. Anyway, so they find the turtle. um, And he's, and he, and Prosciutto is like, all right, great. I'm about to, like, age this turtle a whole bunch to to kill these people. Because he could see inside the turtle on the shell, like, there's a clear dome. And he can, like, look inside. And he's he's like, oh, I see however many men there are four men or whatever and pesci is like wait i may be i may be stupid but i can count and there's one guy missing and it's bucciarati and it's bucciarati so yeah we this is when we find out that um bullet number six was sent ahead to warn them and and bucciarati got out um and he zipped himself up in the ceiling of the train ah he zipped himself right up and the bullet number six is like on his shoulder telling him what to do basically, which is nice. It's cute. Yeah. Um, so he plops down and starts attacking, right? Yeah. I think before he really comes out, he has sticky fingers swing 
at prosciutto uh and prosciutto goes to grab him that's when bullet six is like hey wait don't let him touch you because that's how yeah. mista got aged yeah. mm-hmm. um and the stands fight the stands are like punching each other and stuff it's cool because yeah. i missed some of this because i had my phone down and i was like mark you should stop because I, I had my phone up because i was trying to make sure i had notes for the podcast recording uh, which obviously have paid off in spades but mm. um i was missing some stuff so for this though i was like let me see this fight and it was cool i liked it and i liked the sound effects um, I was surprised that Grateful Dead would have decent fighting abilities, but I guess he'd be as good as Sticky Fingers, who can unzip stuff. Um, but we, it looks like Sticky Fingers is winning because he unzips part of Prosciutto's chin and his side is zipped open. Uh, although at one point, I think before they really get into it, Prosciutto tells Pesci to go like uh, go jump into the tur- like figure out what to do with the turtle or whatever. Right. And but while they're fighting, Bucciarati jumps down and kicks the shit out of pesci's yeah. face bangs him against the window yeah it, it was, was cool. good bujarati's cool yeah um and then they fight and when they're done there's like a brief um i don't know why there's a stopping point but uh the uh prosciutto says like hey you're out of breath i'm out of breath you know your body tempers your body temperature has gone up because we're fighting and then he like does he relate it to a train or something like that? He makes a metaphor he, you don't need. He relates it to a car. He's like, when oh, the yeah. horsepower goes up, the engine generates more heat. You know what you don't need a metaphor for is that. Because yeah. when people work hard, they get hot. Yeah. That's true. There's no point. Definitely true. But uh, yeah, that's true. Well, maybe maybe Araki is putting that information there for the people that might be reading the comic and have never exerted any physical energy before. Mm. You know? interesting they just sleep and eat and um slowly go to school slowly <laughs> please do not <laughs> they they hop into the car and their mom drives them to school mm-hmm. and that's it um but they know about cars because they they're in their mom's car all the time they know that cars get yes. hot but they yes. don't know their own bodies get hot. Yes. okay i think you figured it out yes um but then but then again at least in japan they definitely have like gym class Yes. You know, I think most countries have gym class, but I know in Japan they make you, you know, they make you physically exert yourself. Yeah. I mean, you could have a physical disability then you can't participate. Uh, Maybe that's what Araki is trying not to be ableist. But people with physical disabilities exert themselves very hard because they have to compensate for their disabilities. Like someone with paralysis, some part of their body has to like use the rest of their body to move around. So yeah, I think it's just someone who's lazy uh, and goes to gym and is like, fuck that. I'm not exercising. Now we figured it out. That's what it is. It's for those people. Araki just thinks of everybody. <laughs> He's like, look, I don't know who the fuck this is for, but if you didn't know, people get hot like a car gets hot. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is this for lazy mechanics, I think. Uh, what happens anyway? Because like then Bucciolati is like, I wanted my... Because the point is, Prigida brings it up because if you are hot, then you age faster because of Grateful Dead. Yeah. But Bucciolati's yeah. like, goes, I wanted to get hot. I no, wanted to but, get hot, and but, I wanted you to grab me. But but yeah, right, because right before that, Bucciolati goes again to like punch him or something, and he's like, oh, you're too slow this time. I don't know why. Because he's aging. Yeah. He's, he's aged, old. yeah. Okay. Old people are slow. Yeah. Look it up. And that's when he's like, you know, I wanted you to, I, oh, right. I wanted to get hot. I wanted to slow down. I wanted you to grab me, you know, so I could grab you and throw you off this fucking train. He, yeah, he explains, he's like, I'm a capo, and as a capo, I have to protect my uh, my crew and I have to be aggressive, but I also have to think of my gang or whatever, my minions, my underlings. There's a more respectful term, companions. Uh, so he explains that like, basically he's saying like, I don't need to live. I don't need to win this fight. 
and we see that he is unzipping part of the train car and Prosciutto protests and he's like, we're moving at 150 kilometers per hour, um, which is 90 miles an hour, I think. Um, and Bujalat is like, yeah, I know. And then they jump out of the train and the episode ends. Da, 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 da. There's a part, I don't know why, but Bucciarati is avoiding a punch. Yes. And he unzips his own head. It's cool. And I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. He unzips his head so it opens and lets the fist pass by him. It made me think, cool guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he stands up and he zips his head back together manually, I think. I don't think he has the stand to it. Yeah. He, uh, well, he's, to, he's able to zip his head faster than the other guy's stand can hit him. That's pretty crazy. So it, it's, it just shows that Bujarati is faster. Yeah. At first. Well, I mean, then he becomes slower when he ages. Well, maybe he was expecting it. You know, he's like, he's going to punch my head. No, 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 no. They make a comment about the fact that uh, Bujarati is faster than the other guy's stand. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Um, I liked this. Yeah. I liked I mostly like this more than I liked the the Pesci fight. Um I don't like Pesci. Uh I'm fine with Pesci, but I do agree with Janky that like the speech in the middle wasn't necessary to me. I mean, it's fine for building Pesci's character, but it was of, too long. There were a lot of speeches. It was it was too long. I liked Bucciolati's quick little thing about being a capo and you have to protect people. I liked that. Yeah. Um Yeah. The other argument Bucciolati made was that by getting him off the train, all his guys would wake up. Right, 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 right. By by getting rid of uh, Prosciutto, Grateful Dead has to dissipate, and then everyone lives, right? It's not just about protecting uh, the precious cargo of Trish. It's saving all of his uh, companions. That's right. And everyone else on the train. Oh, did he mention those people? <laughs> he did not, but... He like, don't care. But they'll also have their aging reversed. It's true. Um, is this a reference to when you were young by the killers? I hope not. Oh, you don't like that song? No. I think it's pretty good. I don't like it. Well, you're dumb. The only killer song I like is the one where they're like, I got soul, but I'm you like that one? A soldier. I hate that I one. I just like the chanting. I think it's stupid. I'm going to join a cult just because I want more chanting. It feels like a t-shirt they decided to repeat as a chorus. You I know? love t-shirts. I love choruses. All right, fine. Uh, if you have thoughts on this episode of our podcast or this episode of Golden Wind and you think we should read them, write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. And then we'll decide, okay? And we'll figure it out. Um, also, rate us and review us on iTunes. It really helps. It actually does boost uh, the likelihood of us appearing in searches like and some of you have found esteem And our self-esteem quite a bit. We don't need all these. There's like a million JoJo podcasts right now. Okay, we started our podcast when there were half a million JoJo podcasts. So, no, not really. There were a lot less, a lot fewer than now. Uh, and we should um, be noticed by Daddy. And um, follow us on Twitter at JJBPod. Um, oh, one, one or two things I just wanted to mention real fast here. One is that... Um, I started writing down the chapter titles. I did it last week. Um, they're not that interesting, though, because the chapters covered in this episode originally in Weekly Shonen Jump were called Find It, Bro, One Isn't Enough, and The Leader's Condition. So none of that is really that interesting, and I'm sorry that I told you that. <laughs> um, anything else? Nope. That's it. I'll read the other thing later. Remember that HTML is a markup language. CSS is a style sheet language thing. And JavaScript is a scripting language. And C is a fucking server side. And 
you got to write a lot of code. You got to compile it. To make it do things. Oh, yeah. C for compile. That's right. You got to compile. There you go. Anyway. Goodbye. 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 Bye. Mark, put at the end, put at the end the AOL goodbye. I was thinking about that. Do it. But now it's going to be obvious. Mark, do it. Oh, this is just to me. You can cut this out or you can leave this in. Goodbye. Goodbye.